0: Good afternoon everybody. Let's I got a chicken and egg situation for you. What came first? The motivation or the action? Good question. Deep inhale. Let's discuss. Are listening to ADHD Big Brother, the podcast for adults struggling with their ADHD symptoms? Why? I'm your host, creator of the Nudge Program, author of Descending to the Top. My name, Russ Jones. Nice to meet you, guys. We are going to learn about some stuff. We're going to laugh about some stuff. And, ladies and gentlemen, here is some stuff. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Oh, that was high pitch. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Uh, this is an exciting time, uh, for me because this is my birthday week and I'm not afraid to put it out there. Yes, I am going to age one year on the 6th of July and I'm pretty stoked about it. Um, if you guys are wondering, well, what do I want for my birthday? This is what I want for my birthday. I want you guys to leave me a review on iTunes. Oh, that would be such a nice birthday present from you guys. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. You guys are the best. Um. I have a quick announcement to make. Uh, I have a good friend who was also my productivity mentor. Um, And you know what I'm going to say is my productivity mentor, because I I guarantee you I could pick up the phone anytime. I could be like, hey, Ellen, uh, guess what? I can't figure some stuff out. How can I, what what do I do? And what, what can I, what are some ideas? She would just absolutely help me out. She had me on her podcast and uh I believe it's a three-parter, so I'm gonna be on the next three episodes of her podcast. It is called the Fastier, Fastier, oh my god, it's called the Faster, Easier, Better Show. And I'll put a linkski poo in the show notes so you can uh if you know, if you're not sick of hearing my voice, you can hear me talk about more stuff over there. And if you thought my podcast was short and sweet, their podcast is like seven minutes long. It is a micro podcast, and it kicks ass, so you should check it out. So, motivation, huh? Yeah, how about it? And how about the fact that we can't do anything unless we're motivated? (laughs) Okay, but we can't get motivation unless we start doing something, and we have executive function issues, so we can't get started doing the thing that will motivate us to do the thing oh God, what do we do? Which one truly has to come first? We have ADHD, right? And you know, how many of us are ADHD, WCD, uh, you know, ADHD with comorbid depression. So how do we, what's coming first here, motivation or action? And I think firstly, we have to forgive ourselves for our lifetime of what we always thought was quote unquote laziness. You know, and we also have to become Teflon for the narrow minded opinions of those that kept reinforcing that idea that we were lazy and they're not going to change their mind about uh, motivation or we we at least have to operate from the standpoint that they aren't. Yeah, I liken it to like that, that political divisiveness that we have where it just doesn't matter which side you're on that side does not even entertain ideas from the other side. There's just no debating. It's either one camp or another camp. And there's aspects of that in the acceptance of ADHD world, right? So there are people that are never going to not believe that ADHD is just an excuse uh, for good old fashioned laziness. You know, people aren't going to be convinced. And most people I find in the ADHD world, they're either super supportive and they get it, Or they're like, you know, it's an excuse, change your mindset, just do it, hard work, blah, blah, blah. So if we can't change how people are going to think and feel about us, then the only thing we can do, right, is change how we respond to it and to what degree do we allow it to affect us. I will speak to my own ADHD motivation and experience, and I'm going to share some things that work for me. And as always, if they work for you, great. And if they don't, you just... You file them under G for garbage or uh, B for bullshit or uh, D for doesn't work for me or whatever. When I'm in a depressive episode, I have no motivation. I have a lot of (laughs) self-doubt. There's no shortage of that. And I have a lot of self-loathing. And I just, at that point, I just want to get through the day and find my way home to where I can feel lonely and mindlessly play a video game on my iPad, watch Netflix Or, you know, in my current days, I would, you know, spend my time obsessing over my Dungeons and Dragons homebrew campaign that I'm building. In this depressive state, one that also it's depleted entirely of our executive function, go juice. And what I think a lot of us are looking for is how can we kickstart ourselves? An example of this is that if I'm depressed, I do not want to get out of bed in the morning. If I'm too depressed, you know, that's just me. And no matter what, if I have the ability to lay in bed and think and drift back to sleep, I will always take that option. The only way for me to get out of bed is to find ways to compel me out of bed. And this is where we work with ourselves. You know, we don't ask ourselves what I should be able to do or what does a normie do? How do I just suck it up and own it or, you know, whatever dumb cliche. For me to do this, how I compel myself out of bed is I I set my phone on the other end of the bedroom when I go to sleep. You know, my alarm is on my phone. This serves us two purposes. I can't reach over and scroll Instagram or look stuff up online if my phone's not within, you know, an arm's reach away. And I know that getting my 7.5 hours of sleep, that's important. And also, I really don't like being a bother to people, so when the alarm goes off, I know that I do not want it to keep blaring and annoying people, so I hurry to shut it off. I have to get out of bed to go walk over and shut it off. And I'm a morning person. I love the mornings. When I get up and have that cup of coffee, it's nice, but I would absolutely stay in bed, and (laughs) and I've tested this numerous times. If my phone is in the bed or if it's, on, if it's on the nightstand, I don't, I will, I don't even fully wake up to shut it off. I just reach over and tap on it until it shuts up. And I'll do that over and over and over and over again until whatever the responsibility is becomes so profound that I have to get up. I'm talking, I'll negotiate. Do I really need a shower? Screw it. I'll get 15 more minutes. In this case, Motivation comes before action. And the motivation is don't bother people, <laughs> really. That's basically the, what's driving me out of bed. I'm using my people-pleasing problem as a tool because I know who I am and I'm cool with who I am. You know, I don't love myself. I'm not there yet, but I'm fucking cool with myself. You know, we're on okay terms, me and myself, right? Me and myself, we get along. We don't always see eye to eye, but, you know, but we're figuring it out. And you know, relationships take work. Me and myself, you know, we're, we're in it for the long haul. Gotta make, you know, gotta make some sacrifices though. So this clearly is an example where motivation comes before action. And uh, in my theorizing or, um, let's say hypothet, hi- hypothesizing, it's because I, I'm not so bold as to think that I, this is an absolute truth, but ADHD, WCD folks, we're missing the ability to make our spark plugs. Uh, fire for things that aren't sparky for us. Uh, Normies can just do it. They can, quote unquote, they can suck it up. They can do a thing that sucks when they don't have to. They can act before they motivate. In ADHD, WCD, we can't. I'm sure there's instances where it might be possible, but I would say not reliably. Conditions would have to be perfect for us to act prior to being motivated. You know, and I bet you'd still be able to pinpoint some kind of motivating factor. I think a difference between uh, us and the normies is that we have to find a motivation in the moment. And a normie can take their motivation from some bigger picture. For For instance, I, I have a goal to earn a million dollars in five years. You know, I can do the work to see that goal, but that's so far away. And that's going to be forgotten tomorrow. So it will provide no momentum for me. A normie can hang on to that idea and that goal and act on it, even though there's no immediate motivation to do so. They can remember what they're working on. And that's why we have to externalize our goals. We need to take them out of our brain. We need to put them on the mirror, on a piece of paper, in our pocket. We, you know, draw it backwards on our foreheads. We need them constantly in our face so we can utilize it and remember it. But it's still, at least in my case, it will not motivate me into action. I cannot just act. Something has got to compel me to move forward. I I have to have some kind of spark. I need some kind of motivation first. Where a normie can go action into motivation, a person with ADHD needs needs that some kind of motivation to kickstart into the action that then leads to the greater motivation. We have to have a spark. Okay, so then how do we get a spark? And we, we talk about this in a lot of the episodes. This is ultimately, this is the nudge. This is the thing that you guys pay me to do. This is what I get paid to help you with. I help you find that spark, light the spark, and then I give you the tools to light your own spark. But on the podcast here, here's a tool for you to use to light your own spark. Try this out. First, you got to know exactly what you want to do beforehand. The choice has to already have been made. That thing that you have zero motivation to start, what is it? You got to be specific. Be very, very specific. Um, and for these examples, I like to keep these things simple because that's there. Those are the easiest ones to relate to. Let's say it's to clean the bathroom. God, that is like one of my. <laughs> it's one of my top five least favorite things to do. These are the these are the the chores that I assign to my kids first. That's how bad they are. Is I want them off my plate. So if you can't delegate. <laughs> what if that was the whole solution there are places out there they're like oh you, you want to solve your problems delegate just delegate <laughs> have a team of people and delegate everything oh god so, <laughs> but in this example this is a chore this is a chore that sucks that you just don't have time for in your mind there's a million other things that you could be doing Ugh. so what would it take to just get you started For me, this is always going to be—it's the timer. The motivation is quitting, and I talk about this a lot. But for things that I have no motivation for, if I set a timer for like ten minutes or fifteen minutes, knowing that I can quit when the timer goes off, that gives me just enough spark to get started because I know I'm just about to quit. It's a—it's such a classic hack. I start because I know I'm about to stop. It's brilliant. It's brilliant in its simplicity. I've even done things where I set a timer for five minutes and that's nothing. Five minutes goes by so fast. You know, if you said, I'm going to exercise for five minutes and you you got into your exercise clothes or, you know, or not, who cares, but, and you just did jumping jacks or pushups or whatever for five minutes until the timer went off, that alone would be astronomical in what it would do for you. In that short five minutes, you'll not only have done five more minutes of exercise that you normally wouldn't have done, which automatically makes it a win, but now you, you will maybe decide to keep going. You will maybe have found the bigger motivation. You know, you'll actually maybe want more. And then so you'll take more. And this is opposed to the neurotypical, you know, the, uh, push yourself to the point of breaking and then push yourself some more because you're a beast, you know, and you want it. You got a fire inside of you. Oh, but do I, do I have a fire? I mean, I don't, I have a spark plug and I'm just, I'm really just trying to get a little spark going. We do ourselves a mega disservice by judging ourselves based on the motivations and the drives of... Of the cliches and, you know, those motivational posters, you know, if you ever wondered why you don't relate to them, it's because they're not relatable. Not to it, not to me, for sure. They're beautiful to think about and they, 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 they're kind of inspiring mentally, but they do not compel me. So I don't know about you, but they, they just don't push me at all. In summation, so I guess what I'm really trying to say with this podcast is that motivation, it comes before action which comes before a bigger motivation, which comes before a bigger action, which comes before an even greater motivation and on and on and on it goes. You got to find your spark. If you need help finding your spark, go to adhdbigbrother.com, sign up for the nudge. It is, if you are in need of a game changer, that's the, that'll change the game. And it's, it's 100% guaranteed because you know what? If it don't work, I don't want your money. So you know what? Take your money back. Or if you have questions about it, just hit me up. Go to the contact form on the website and hit me up. Or you can always DM me on the Instagrams. that's I'm over there at uh, ADHDbigbrother.podcast. I'm here for you guys. You're my purpose. And if I can help you, I absolutely will. And with that, I hope you guys have a phenomenal week celebrating my birthday on July 6th. Wait up.